Hello and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast following niche subcultures from around the world. I'm your host and your tour guide today, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined by my own insane clown posse and fellow podcasters, Joe Graham. Hello. Ben Hymans. I'm playing with fire. And Jacob Abbott. Hello. <laughs> How are we all doing today, guys? Good. Yeah, all good. Still playing with fire. Wow. How's that going for you, Ben? Uh, I've not burned myself yet, although the end of this hot pen has started to come loose. So we'll see how it plays out. Did you call it a hot pen? Yes. What's a hot pen? It is a pyrography kit, so you get really hot pen and some wood and you burn things into it. Oh, so when you say you were playing with fire, you were being literal. You're actually playing with fire right now. Yeah, it keeps catching on fire a little bit. If you hear me blowing, which hopefully Jacob will record out, it's probably because I've had a little fire. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that while recording a podcast at the same I time. I totally multitask. If we hear you burn to death, that will not make for a very good listening experience. Yes, I, I digress. I think it makes for an amazing listening experience. It's real. It's in the moment. <laughs> it's what the insane clown posse would have wanted. Exactly. Which leads us on to the episode. So today I'm taking you all on a fantastical guide to the subculture of juggalos. So what do you guys know already about juggalos? Give me your sort of your outside opinions of what you think you may know. So I've seen pictures of people in clown makeup, usually black and white. I'm not entirely sure what it means. It reminds me of Kiss. Uh, is it Kiss? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they had the cat makeup going on. Except different. Uh, well, <laughs> in what way different, Ben? In what way different? It's like the same, but different. It's yeah, like how? Indian rice and Chinese rice. They're different, <laughs> but the same. And there's... Yeah. There's that American guy who was meant to look after money who had one of their albums or something like that, and apparently that was important at some point. No, that was not the insane clown posse. Shame on you. That was Wu-Tang Clan. That was Martin Shrelly or Shkreli, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. The only Wu-Tang Clan of that one album. So that's the same but different. So we've got <laughs> insane clown posse. We've got everything else, which is your Chinese rice, and then insane clown posse and... The Wu-Tang Clan, that's like your Jasmine and your... What's the other type of Indian rice you get? Pilau? That's probably the one. Okay, there's, there's a lot of different types of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that there's a lot of different types of clown? I suppose, yes. Is this a metaphor? You've got your standard birthday clown, clothes of animals, stuff like that. You've got your Gary Clown, you've got your Insane Clown Posse and Wu-Tang Clan. Did they have clown... No, they too. are. No. That's very, very. That's mm. like I don't know, maybe pasta in comparison. That's, okay, so I'm very wrong there. This goes to prove how little knowledge I have on the subject. So I'm going to be full on tourist mode here. I'm bending at the knees, taking pictures of the local supermarket. Ah, well, don't worry, because I'm going to take you on a wild ride. I know a <laughs> bit about juggalos, but only a really small amount. And everything I've learned, I learned embarrassingly from Homestuck. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to confess and be like, see, I'm a juggler this whole time. <laughs> Sorry, we've got you to do all this research about it. I wanted Damn. to, but I kind of felt, nah, funny if it's this way. It would have been less embarrassing if I just lied and said that instead. <laughs> so in Homestuck, there's a character who is a clown. I forget his name. And he drinks Fago all the time. And then I think he like meets the insane clown posse at some point. Or like he can summon them. It's been a long time since I've read Homestuck. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then he goes on like a murderous killing spree. I don't know if the insane oh. clown posse condone that or not. That's everything I know about juggalos. 
it does feel like I would love to pose this question if we're ever face to face with the guys. Do you know of Homestuck and is it your jam? Yeah. It could be. I know they've heard of it. Oh. Yeah. Gamzee, that was his name, the murdering clown. His name was Gamzee. I've remembered something else here. Was it the insane clown posse or was it Wu-Tang Clan who had a daughter that he bought a very expensive fursuit for? That is someone. I remember seeing this. I remember this being a thing. Yes. That would be the main singer, Violent J, you're on about. So this is Insane Clown Posse. Yes. This, this is, I've got it right. Okay, awesome. Yeah, this is actually what attracted me towards it to begin with. This is my first sort of glimpse that the Insane Clown Posse aren't face value these, what you said, rice or pasta. Because his daughter was a furry. And I think both of them coming from subcultures that are sort of equally misunderstood in mainstream media he thought you know what we're gonna do we're gonna make an album and we're just gonna screw the haters how do you mean just make an album and screw the haters i couldn't seem to find anything i need to go back to the articles and see if there's a video there has to be a video somewhere i want to know what the haters were hating well they were hating on the furries and your brother jugs what literally just because they were furries and juggalos mm, not nice people out <gasps> that's there that's prejudice mm-hmm it's kind of a mix of that and a mix of consumer advice at the same time. Because I watched a video earlier. The story was his kid ordered a fursuit and it was terrible quality. And so the whole video was about, hey, this company's a snakes. And he was doing like kind of snake hand actions. Wow. About right. it. Like, and he was like, we paid seven, was it $750 for the oh, suit? Wow. And the eyes were the wrong color. The material was bad. It's like, he goes into detail. Wow. You spend $750 and you expect a high-quality fursuit. Mm. Oh, Just mm. saying. I've got to say, those are some dad goals right there. It's like, so I have a thing that people don't recognize or, or I'm very nervous about. And rather than my dad saying anything about that, he goes, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get you your money back. And then we're going to diss them on the internet with an album. Is it a song or an album? I'm trying to find now what it is. But I just think, as far as a father figure goes, right up there. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Before we delve too much into this stuff, I think to understand a juggalo and who they are as a people, you've got to understand our homeboy crew, the Insane Clown Posse, Mr. Violent J and Mr. Shaggy Too Dope, who set up their own sort of own little rap gang back in the early 2000s that specialised in a genre only referred to as horrorcore, which, as many of you probably don't know, is kind of very odd, violent, scary rap, Mm. if I had to describe that in a way. Yeah, there's a lot of talking about slitting people's throats and stuff, Mm. or eating people. Yeah. Yikes. Vor? Yeah. Yeah, Vor. Maybe they're big Vor enthusiasts. So, how violent is Violent J? Do we have a scale? (laughs) Is there a unit of measurement Um, we can use? I found there are three levels. The first level is Violent for the sake of violent, like Gerard Leto, crazy violent. You know, I'm doing it because I can. Got something tattooed on my face. I'm just saying things for shock value. Then you've got more funny violence, where it's kind of, they've got one song where it's more or less blind date. But this girl's obviously asking these three clowns how they take her on a date. And it's kind of more slapsticky comedy, but still crude undertones. And then suddenly you hop off into the more mystical, deep and serious stuff. Because there seems to be an album where they start viewing life with a very positive aspect, talking about really taboo subjects like the class system, abuse, how violence to your partner is wrong. And I'm not sure if that's a case of a statement, but it bore the beautiful song, which I think make the most famous, Miracles, 
with mm. the the most definitive line that I think has spawned countless memes of fucking magnets, how do they work? I've heard that one. Yes, I've heard that one. I mean, mm. it's a fair question. How do magnets work? Yeah. I assume He'll... this is what we're going to be addressing on today's episode. Unfortunately not, because the thing about the whole point of the song was it's a miracle. Don't question the miracle, just accept that it's a wonderful miracle. <laughs> That's great! It's miracle. not even a miracle! There is an actual <laughs> reason why magnets work. <laughs> yeah, but they were more worried about the giraffes and stuff. I think we're all worried about the giraffes. That's a fair statement. Have everything to call a miracle. Magnets working. I can kind of see where they're coming from, because in some points I kind of think to myself, Life has got me so bogged down with real life stuff that maybe you've just got to appreciate the miracles, even if they may arguably not be miracles, but you've just got to appreciate some things. But where does it end? Because like, you could just as easily say, like, fucking clouds, man. How do they work? I'm pretty volcanoes. sure they How I do volcanoes that as work? Well. Are you serious? Yeah, it, it goes into loads of detail. That <laughs> I'm just going to pick another line. I see it as a very whimsical song of just stop overthinking. But at the same time, they do have a point where they, scientists, don't you be lying, you're ticking me off. Which I guess maybe with alternative facts in today's climate is almost relevant? <laughs> Are you saying insane clown posse is fake news? Oh no, they're telling it like it is. They've got a perspective that's very blunt. I'll give them that. Do we know if the insane clown posse are flat earthers? No. Well, to be fair, this is what kind of got me a lot about the insane clown posse is that they are very diverse and open in their thinking, but they're like a very blunt, forward, left-wing approach to things. It's like, yeah, we like things. Amazing. Love them. Yes. <laughs> Just everything. Yes, they have a very positive outlook on life despite their lyrics. And I don't know whether or not this is true or this is just more alternative facts, but apparently they are quite heavy Christians, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. But don't quote me on that because they may come for me. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to get in trouble with the uh, Insane Clown Posse, but are they just characters? Is that a thing? Do they actually have PhDs? Do they know how magnets work? Well, this is what I'm going to get into the, this next bit. Now we've understood the Insane Clown Posse, let's jump on into what are Juggalos. Because Juggalo isn't just a subculture, it's arguably itself almost a culture, which means I'd have to stop the podcast. Thanks for joining everyone. <laughs> but no, they are completely 100%. I think that's their kind of selling point. So let's go way, way back when, to when the Insane Clown Fosse did their first ever gig. Back in, I think, started in 2000 at what was called The Gathering, which was created as a response to Woodstock, because obviously Juggalos at the time were viewed in a very negative light. Oh, you're new and it different. We don't, you know, we're a bit like, hmm. So they made their own. They called it The Gathering. And The Gathering was so big and so buck wild that in their first ever gathering, there were 700 guests in a very small venue that they had to close down because people were just getting too passionate and eager to get to the front. So wait, so how old is the Juggalo movement? Because that makes it sound a lot older than I thought it was. Apparently it started in about the early 2000s, but I think it probably could have gone beyond then. That's when the insane clown posse got big and did this whole, the first ever gathering, which I say... The first, because it's, it's still going to this day. Every day they have the gathering of the Juggalos. They call the Dark Circus. And it's quite surreal if you ever see the videos of it. Why? What happens? Let me go back into Juggalos. Because how surreal it gets, gets into kind of like the mind of what it is to be a Juggalo. So when you think of a Juggalo, it's quite easy to kind of jump to this point of them being sort of baggy trousers, cornrows or spider legs. With sort of like the drug all over the t-shirt. 
but it is an incredibly diverse group, which is quite surprising when you delve in deep. Like, I remember there was a gathering of juggalos that marched on the White House. Insane amount of people for a subculture to kind of go. Decide, hey guys, we're going to go march up to the White House and just be like, hey, stop trying to label us as a gang, please. It's not fun. And if you ever look at the videos of them doing that, you see people with families, people of all races and diversity. You have people that have come in like suits to be like, look, we are not just the white trash America. We are from all walks of life. clown makeup on. Yes, yes. It's beautiful. There are cosplayers there that just incorporate juggalo stuff into their outfits. One thing I have heard a lot of is how friendly juggalos are. Like if you go to a festival where there are a high number of juggalos, apparently it's totally normal to be invited in by them and fed food and stuff, given Fago and things. Oh yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like I've gone through countless articles of people who have interviewed juggalos and it's like, what is it like to be one? And there's the common themes are it's about the music, it's about the commitment, and most of all, it's about family. And the most heartwarming quote I found was, no matter where you land, if you see a juggalo and show them love, you will forever be taken in and have a home. That's really nice. That is, that's touching. Because you imagine there are subgroups of people, like nerds, enthusiasts, they're all quite sort of timid when you engage them with their hobbies. But juggalos, no, it is a way of life. You say, you know what, I respect you and I accept who you are. They're like, boom, chum, friend zone, let's get in it. Aww. I did see a quote about this, which was inclusion without being judged, which I think really ties into mm. that kind of family mentality. Oh, yeah. It is diversity and family up to the wazoo. I really like that. That's nice. And it's just because it's very, it's almost like punk, if you think about it. I never thought of punk as being particularly inclusive. Mm. Yeah, if anything, it's beating punk on its inclusivity. Yeah, I, I reckon so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like punk, but you know... Clown makeup. Friendly. Rice. Yeah. yeah. Like, I imagine if you're not a punk, but you go try and hang out with punks, I assume they'll be less friendly to you. Whereas the things I've heard about jugglers, it doesn't matter if you're a practicing juggler or not. Like, if you're nice, they'll happily welcome you in. Take that, punks. I love a term practicing juggalo. <laughs> Compared to, like, a non practicing juggalo, obviously. I did have a thing about by the time I was listening to all the music and doing all this research, it's kind of like, you know what? Maybe. I mean, there's not a particular band I think I heavily follow, but if, you know, somewhere down the line we get invited to The Gathering, I'd be very much keen on giving it a go. So The Gathering, is there one gathering? Is it one gathering that always occurs in the same place or...? It's different venues because, it, again, Buck Wild is an understatement of how much these guys like to party. But it's kind of different venues. It's a once a year thing. So in a sense, it is like Woodstock, but just for this subculture revolved around a single band, which is absolutely mad if you think about it. How many bands out there do you know has a cult following so big, dedicated and enthusiastic about being who they are in public, that they decide, you know what, we're going to have a regular concert and we're going to keep bumping up them numbers every year. It is like hmm. a religion or something. Like, do we know how many numbers of jugglers there are? Because I bet it's huge. Now, is that practicing or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah practicing jugglers. Sadly, I couldn't find anything concrete. I only know that it's mainly focused in the US because obviously the gathering is in the US. But... There have been some concerts in England. I think there are a few aspiring juggalo-based artists that, again, wear the clown makeup. They do their own particular thing in the UK. 
There was nothing ever concrete outside of that. They all sort of more or less congregate to the US. I found some information about numbers. So I've just done a bit of research, and according to the National Gang Intelligence Centre, there are more than one million self-proclaimed juggalos across the United States. Jesus! Just across the United States. A million! They could all live on their own island! Let's also get into the subject of gang as well, because I think clowns have always been quite a scary thing. And I think from the outside looking in, juggalos sound pretty scary with their horrorcore and their makeup and being enthusiastic about things. <laughs> and I think it was in 2011, they were classified as a gang. That's why we were able to probably get the stats. Because there's a lot of juggalo politics that goes around. Like there's the stuff in terms of a juggalo and a juggalette, or whether or not juggalette should still be the female term, whether or not it's just be better just to say, let's just drop that and just call everyone a juggalo. Yeah, there's no reason it needs to be a gendered term. Exactly. It just came from a, an age where it's male, female, were t turn of voice for a thing, but now it's kind of like, well, do we still need it? Nah. And that goes around in there. There's a lot of forums to do with like their political views. Even though the insane clown posse are adamant they have no political view, they're all about freedom of speech, they're all about inclusivity and diversity and acceptance of other things. I suppose technically that is a political point of view to have that point of view, though. Hmm. That's very true. Well, I don't know. Again, it's like they have their own political spectrum. You have like very right-wing juggalos. You've got very conservative juggalos that still enjoy the freedom. You've got very liberal juggalos. It's mental how indoctrinated into society juggaloism is. I think much like much like Vore, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just secretly hidden there and you've never known. It's just kind of like all you have to do is ask your friend. It's like, wait, are you a juggalo? And maybe... Maybe they'll give you what is their customary introduction, a whoop whoop. I like whoop whoop. Indeed. Actually, let's have a little practice here, guys. What I'm going to do is I'm going to address you in the juggalo fashion of a whoop whoop. Would like you to give me one back. How's that sound? Cool. Cool? We all ready? <laughs> no well, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> like I'm going, ready. It's like going back to school. <laughs> oh, God, you're getting flashbacks to teachers going, I'm going to pick someone out of class. Oh, don't worry. You'll embrace it. All right, so a whoop whoop. Come whoop, on now, whoop. guys, whoop, don't back out on me. Come on. I said a whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Now, is the speed a factor? Because you're doing it quite quickly. I've heard a whoop, whoop before, but never with that sort of, you know. Hmm. Maybe I'm putting too much oomph on the whoop. How about a, how about a whoop, whoop? Faster, whoop. slower, better? Whoop, whoop. I watched a couple of videos earlier, and the speed of the whoop seems to depend on how much alcohol I've had, mm. or how many drugs I've had. I'm halfway down this glass of port, so... <laughs> that's probably not helping. Port is like the that's the most inappropriate drink for this episode. Mm. <laughs> I and know. I thought I was bad with wine. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I looked far and wide and I could not find the legendary juice that is the Fago. Yeah, they don't seem to sell it anywhere in this country. I have to make an announcement here about Fago. Oh, are you a juggalo? Say it. Well, I haven't got my card through the mail <laughs> yet. But he has he's been baptized with it. <laughs> I've been baptized in Fago. Actually, I wonder. I wonder if they have been baptized in Fago. Oh, I Probably. bet they have. Oh, Ooh. surely, surely. Oh wait, wait, hold. Backtrack five steps. You say you've tried Fago. I have. I went to America a couple of years ago, and I did have a can of it. I didn't realize until I googled what they looked like earlier, and I thought, wait a second, I know that can. What did it taste like? Like, do you remember Panda Pops? This is probably dating oh, me yes. instantly. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Are Panda mm -mm. Pops still a thing? No, I don't Probably think so. Probably not. 
I haven't seen them in a while, but you know, you can taste the cheapness in them. Oh, yes. Like yeah. yes. Imagine slightly better. Okay. okay. It was fine. It was good. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a can of soda. What do you expect? But it was surprisingly all right. So is it sweet drink? Because I was picturing like a beer. No, it's, it's an orange soda. I imagined it kind of tastes like iron brew. For all our members of not the UK variety who has grown up in the 90s, Panda Pops were a cheap alternative to the big brands like Coca-Cola and Fanta, which were very cheap and normally quite shit. But yes. at the same time, your mum would keep getting them for you because they were also very cheap and you didn't know any better. See, I, I remember them from sports days at school. The school <sighs> would buy crates of them because they were cheap. Jeez, when schools bought fizzy drinks. Wouldn't that though? Yeah, wouldn't happen now, thanks to Jamie Oliver. Mm. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> Curse his name. He just needs to just, you know, he just needs to whoop more. But let's go back into Fago, because Fago is an important part of the Juggalo lifestyle. It's a tradition now that at the start of every major gig for the Insane Clown Posse, they would douse people with just gallons of this stuff, bottle by bottle. So is, oh. is this an alcoholic beverage? No. no this is just a sticky, like uh, sweet drink. drink. Yeah. Mm. And this came from when they first started out when they got hecklers. Because, you know, new and exciting, you're doing a bit of a movement and you get people who are like, nope, I don't. Rather than being like, I'm going to step back, they're like, I'm going to say that I don't like you to your face. And the insane clown posse's response was just to throw a bottle of this Fago at their face. And I think it only happened a few more times as the audience grew to the point where it almost became a tradition that at the start, they'd automatically start spraying people with Fago. There are clips of people literally throwing themselves against barbed wire fences, like not well, not barbed wire fences, but like chain fences, yearning for that fago. Is like the, <laughs> the guys just like throw tons of the stuff at them, and it's just so surreal to witness. Can you imagine how sticky it must be there? Imagine getting stuck to several juggalos. What would that be, juggalai? Well, I'm thinking something like a king juggalo, because you get that sort of similar thing with rats, don't you? When rats yes. get all stuck together, it becomes a king rat, king juggalo. So like a Super Saiyan, but a Super Juggalo. <laughs> this is deeply upsetting. I don't like this at all. <laughs> but just think, they just go around and sort of whoop whooping, but then at the same time, like, helping people cross the road and being like, yo, son, have some good stuff. Because, yeah, Juggalos, it's not really odd to say, but they aren't predominantly about the music. It is all about the family inclusivity and setting a positive image. Because apparently there are two relatively prominent charity events or charity groups within the Juggalo community. There's Juggalos Making a Difference, which apparently have raised lots of money for their local communities, and the Juggalo Cleanup Crew, which was set up apparently several years back. There was this horrendously disgusting, messy highway that apparently about 50 Juggalos decided they're going to clean up because 50? it's a good thing to do. That's not very many out of one million. What if one million Juggalos decided to clean up the highway? Then I'd be impressed. Are you calling them out, Joe? Yeah, I am. You know what? I am. 50 juggalos. <laughs> hey, that's a. Uh, it is estimated that 85 to 90% of self described juggalos, that is, card carrying juggalos, are peaceful non criminal music fans. Well, I want to see them pick up litter off highways <laughs> as well. It makes me wonder how many independent juggalo artists there are out there. Because I know there are some rotating around the United Kingdom. But it makes me think it's like, you know, in America, how many people do you think? take that genre it's their thing basically it's their kiss it's their daft punk and they decide i'm going to be inspired by you and do the thing as part of a, a genre of music what is the i've never really listened to it is it just hip-hop yeah 
well, horrorcore hip-hop. Again, each album from the Insane Clown Posse seems to vary in tone of voice. If I wrote a rap about Vore, would that be Juggalo? Oh, I guess. I mean, I think, hmm. Thinking about it, given the variety, I think it's the makeup that makes it. The makeup and the acceptance. If you're like, oh, I'm doing it for Juggalos, it's Juggalo. But if it wasn't, then it would be not Juggalo. One thing I noticed listening to quite a bit of it is it seems to kind of be stuck in like the early 2000s, at least in terms of like, you know, like... Linkin Park. Yeah, mm. you know, that kind of drum beat mm. that they all had back then, like if you had Old Limp Biscuit, Of course. Yeah, all of it has that kind of stuff. It's okay. like it hasn't moved on. So if you have that kind of drum beat and then maybe add a bit about slashing someone out of your hatchet. Or, you know, just vor stuff, so... Yeah, vor Swallowing, stuff, yeah. how does it work? Or that's got some other <laughs> connotations. Well, that's the thing. How does it work, though? Which you can find out in our previous episode, downloading it on iTunes and other podcast providers. Nice plug. Ah. Yeah, I've got a look here, actually. I ate a dead body. I ain't proud of it. I told you all about it, and you all applauded. Wow. Yeah, Hmm. there is some sort of body eating. It's very odd when you hear these lyrics and listen to the music, and then you see the people doing it. I think that's what threw me the most. I want there to be like, okay, maybe the music isn't the assumed. When I see horrorcore, it's not what I think. But I was like, oh, no, it's exactly what I think. But then it's like, oh, but they can be really nice accepting people. I'm like, what? What? It goes back to an age-old thing of liking music doesn't mean you're going to go out and repeat what the lyrics are telling you to do. True. That theme of people dressing up as clowns, apparently the insane clown posse uh, were very much against it, given the crime connotations. I think they put out in a statement a fair while back. Yeah, that's another weird one, isn't it? The crazy clown dress-up thing that people do as a prank. What's that? Have you not seen that on YouTube? Mm. What, just people dressing up as clowns? People dressing up as clowns and hiding in dark places, secretly recording it. Oh, that's horrible. Why would you do that? People are bad. They were, like, disrespecting that juggalo look. The only person who should be allowed to do that is Tim Curry, and that's because he was the clown that hid in places. He was the ultimate juggalo. He was an eldritch god, the juggalo god in some aspects. Do they believe in eldritch gods? I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I feel it's too diverse to hammer down. I think the only consistency I've found is the love of Fago, the kind of music, which again is back and forth, and then the clown makeup. Other than in- that, everything is like there's no solid law. My headcanon will be that they do worship some ultimate eldritch clown. The magnet god. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, saying that, within their slang and terminology, they refer to the Joker cards, and I feel there is some lore behind those. I'm going to quickly Google that now, because the way they describe them is like the first clown, and he's got some little backstory behind him. And then you get to the first clown, and it feels like, yeah, this is some sort of deep, dark, eldritch shit right here. I've got this written down. Do you want to read out the Joker's cards and all that? Oh, yes, please. So we got Carnival of Carnage, the Ringmaster, the Riddle Box... The Great Malenko, The Amazing Jekyll Brothers, and then the final one is split into two. So you've got The Wraith, Shangri-La, and Hell's Pit as two separate ones. The Jekyll Brothers sounds like the alternate reality, super evil version of the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> as like clowns or something upsetting. They carry knives to me, to you, as they stab you in the gut. I wish. I mean... I- what? <laughs> Please. That sweet death. Let me throw this proposal out there. So if they are the Juggalo Chuckle Brothers that have this very dark, ominous appearance, but are more tolerant, what does that say about our reality's version of the Chuckle Brothers? 
who look oh. very kind and general. Nice. So you're saying they're really evil, like they'll turn out to be pedophiles or something. <laughs> I mean, oh, let's, let's just be careful here, because we did recently lose one of the Chuckle Brothers. R.I.P. Mm. R.I.P. indeed, yeah. Whichever one it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's tragic, but it's... We're here saying, oh, let's not get the insane clown posse on us, and now we're going to incur the wrath of Chuckle Brothers. They'll yeah. team up. It'll be the Chuckle Brothers fan base and all Juggalos, and they'll combine to make the most scary fandom in the world. They're already Ooh. in the room. They're right behind you right now. <laughs> With their hatchets and their big to-me-to-you... Thing, whatever it was, like a cart. Moustaches and the makeup of the clowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, let's talk about hatchets. Again, this is another, I'm not going to say misconception because some of them do brandish it, but everyone has an opinion that the hatchet man, they all have hatchets because of this hatchet man. This is their icon, their symbol, which is really surreal because the hatchet man, which is like a little cartoon man with a little hatchet in his hand, actually came from the production studio that made the insane clown posse. And since then, people have grown so attached to it i've basically more or less taken it away as a brand name and again yet almost made it a kind of like religious icon there are people with like tattoos of the hatchet man all over them this sort of brand aesthetic that apparently is now the juggalo symbol more or less wow okay actually there's two things i need to say about the hatchet man Mm -hmm. one it was originally going to be called the mad paper boy oh yeah before they picked Psychopath Records, they were going to go with Mad Paperboy Records, which, that's quite a jump in theme. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Paperboy Records, that sounds kind of fun. I can understand why they never went for it, though. They had to show that they were mad crazy, mm. that's why. But the thing that someone mentioned on like a forum or something, and it's annoyed me ever since, is he's called the Hatchet Man, but he's obviously got a meat cleaver. Yeah. What's mm. that about? Yeah. That's because Shaggy Too Dope doesn't know what an actual hatchet looks like, and he's just, Maybe. He's just making it up. Hatchets, how do they cool. work? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How do they it's work? A miracle. <laughs> you want to appreciate them miracles, guys. No joke, Shaggy Too Dope has a big love for giraffes. Like, in interviews, when people start bringing up the stuff of, like, the song, he always goes back to giraffes. And I'm not sure if he owns a sanctuary or he just really loves giraffes, but they blow his mind, apparently. Wow, I'm going to see if I can find any pictures of him with a giraffe. Mm, no, I can't. Oh, wait, yes! <laughs> Excellent. Oh, my God. In the video, Miracles, he's with a giraffe. Beautiful. Hot damn. He looks like he's having the time of his life. Mate, man's just loves himself a giraffe. I think secretly when, you know, he never really take the clown makeup off. But sometimes when he's just washed his face, has a sit down, he just looks over the plains of Africa and thinks to himself, there's some mighty good giraffes. Why are their necks so tall? Don't know. It's a miracle. Yeah. Miracles. Pastor and Rice. Miracles. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about we play another little game? I'm going to give you guys some juggalo terms, and I would be interested to see what you think it means. How's that sound? Cool. Sounds yeah. good. All right. So, I can't really give you any advice at this point that might help you out, but it's just going to be fun to see what we come up with. All right. First one, asked out. Uh, really drunk. Mm. Really tired. What comes to mind is passed out, but there's something missing. Maybe when you're really, really drunk and your ass is out as well, and you're humiliated because everyone got to see your bottom. <laughs> Would you like it in a sentence? Yes, please. Yes, please. <clears throat> I'm sorry, friend. I cannot today, for I am asked out. That does not help. 
<laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Asked out means that you are broke, quote unquote, according to the Juggalo Wikipedia page, broke as fuck. Okay. I've spent a bit of time trying to gauge where the leap was from this to that, but Asked out absolutely confuses me. As does the next one, referring to someone as a barker. Hmm. A barker? Mm-hmm. Mm. Something to do with dogs? Noisy? Maybe someone who's, like, really aggressive, but doesn't follow through with any actual acts of bravery or whatever. Ooh. Or acts of aggression. You know, their bark is worse than their bite type thing. I feel that would have been much better. But unfortunately, a barker is just a juggalo's wingman. Oh, that's rubbish. Yeah, maybe your wingman just keeps barking up. That doesn't sound very, not romantic, but kind of, like, flirtatious if someone's just barking at you. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I've never really flirted with my wingman. If it is, then it's a kind of, the date's mm. gone on a very sideward turn. But maybe there's some history behind that. Again, this is all coming from, like, a single artist group that have made this own terminology. Well, they're wrong, and I should have made their terminology, because mine's much better. Do you reckon you would be a more intense, but more, I don't know, it would be a better juggalo? Start your own movement, the juggalos. The jugglers. <laughs> the jugger-joes. I think I'd make a great juggalo. I think I'd do it better than they would. No, I don't mm. know that. I don't, really like... I don't <laughs> no, like things on my face. I don't think I'd like the makeup. I am up for the music, though. I like family. Does it have to be makeup? Could you wear a mask? I prefer to wear a mask. Oh. I think you can wear a mask. I did see someone get car spray paint and use that as well. That's very Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Mm. A lot of it is all very witness me. If you ever see any like the stuff going on at the gathering or the dark theatre, as it's also called, the dark theatre. Yeah, it's the alternative. Oh, is it the dark theatre? Dark something. Uh, it, dark carnival. It, dark carnival. It's all circus themed. Everything is circus themed. I love it to no end. I'm just, I just love how it's their thing. They're like, hey, Cirque du Soleil, fuck you. It's ours now. <laughs> what about a clown box? <laughs> this is getting silly. <laughs> Box of emergency juggalo supplies in case when you first meet someone who wants to become a juggalo and they need things. Oh, is it like a bug out bag for juggalos? If you've got a juggalo and a prepper like crossover, there's a bag next to the front door with clown <laughs> makeup in it at all times. Yeah, a can of Fago, some clown makeup, an insane Sick. clown posse album. So you're just out of like a big wig business meeting and you think to yourself, shit, I've got about half an hour to boogie before my next interview kicks on. Yep. Then it's like, just quickly just juggle it up. You, and grab, then you grab your clown box, you're out the door. Yeah. Chain wallet, it's all in there. Everything you need. Sadly not. The clown box is referred to as a cell phone. Oh, that's... Yeah. Nah. I'm going to try and pick out some good ones because right now I think we're coming up with better terminology than the I actual know. terminology. I feel we put a lot more thought into this than they have. All right. What about this one? Guap. G-W-A-P. Guapamole? G-W-A-P? Yeah. Which I think is pronounced guap. What's up? Like, kind of, how's it going? Like, we might be like, hello, guap. I don't know, but that's what the whoop whoop's for. Oh, okay. Hmm. Is it like, damn, or something like that? Like, oh, guap, I did it again. Stub my yeah, toe. Yeah, Double guap. Guap, guap. <laughs> 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 guap, guap, guap. Sadly, no. It is only a term to refer to as cash. Make, making yourself some sweet honey guap. So when you're not asked out, you've got guap. 
Yeah, so when you're not asked, see, we're learning, guys. We can fit this into our regular day-to-day lives. All kids should learn this. Exactly. All right, how about this last one, which I almost used quite a little bit in regular day life without really noticing it. A Shep. Like, Jacob, to me, you are a Shep. Like a shepherd? Like someone who guides lost little lambs in the juggalo community? Not far off at all. Yeah! A Shep Shep is a juggalo you can count on 100% to get your back and guide you through hard times. Aww, that's nice. That's nice. See? You guys are my Sheps. Aww. Whoop, whoop. And a toast. Technically, this episode, you're our Shep. Oh, yes. I should have started off as that. I am your Shep today. It's fine. We'll, we'll delete all this. We'll start again. <laughs> right. Just, Stop right, recording. Hello, welcome to Subcultured. <laughs> but, you know, the Juggalo community is, as I mentioned, pretty damn diverse to the point where there's almost like there's a nice little category types of Juggalos. Two that have really stuck out to me. Because you've got very obvious ones. You've got old school Juggalos. You've got goth Juggalos, punk Juggalos. Maybe they're the kind of punks that came around and were like, you know what, guys? Diversity. It's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> you should try it sometime. Yeah, yeah. You've got heavy metal juggalos. So there's maybe some sort of thrash rock metal juggalo thing going on out there. But there are two that I really quite like. A thuggalo and a huggalo. Oh. So a thuggalo is described as a tough-ass ninja. Ninja being the term to describe a friend or a partner who doesn't take shit from no one, likely to be found receiving the end of a family chant, usually called to break up a fight, definitely wearing a giant gold hatchet man necklace and is cool as F. Cool as F. Yeah. They're then the big cheese juggalos. So like before we go to the kind of like patriarchy of the Eldritch Gods, insane clown posse, thuggalos. I do like how they'll censor the F words, but they'll happily have songs about slashing people up on the same site. You've got to be family friendly, man. Exactly. It's a family orientated subculture. They have to mind their P's and Q's. And if the kids want to murder, well, that was just going to happen anyway. Yeah. Now they at least know the consequences. Being cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and finally, there's the Huggalo. Opposite of a Thuggalo, he will give hugs to anyone, topless or inserted. Uh. He'll, yeah, to the point where he'll be very noticeable by the smudged face paint on his cheeks as he goes nuzzle to nuzzle and embraces people in a warm, strengthy hug. Right, that's cute and all, but that also sounds like a punishment you'd give someone if, like, in, like, medieval times. Like, you've been bad, (laughs) you stole a loaf of bread. That means you have to go on huggalo duty, and now you have to (laughs) hug anyone, no matter how sweaty or topless, you must hug them. Mm. For at least two weeks. Well, yeah. Well, I'm assuming he enjoys the hugging. But maybe once you're a huggalo, that's it, you're committed. You must give hugs out. So is it something that you like? just decide, like, oh, I identify kind of... I like hugging people, you know, whether or not they're wearing clothing. I'll just become a huggalo. Or is it something the community puts on you? I mean, when I get really drunk, and I do mean mad pissed, shouldn't be drinking this much <laughs> drunk, I get very right. huggy. Very, very huggy. <laughs> I just want to spread that mad clown love, yo. So are you saying that all huggalos are just pissed constantly? Well, I mean, you get different personalities when you're drunk, don't you? And from what I understand, that is you know, one of the steps to becoming a juggalo is being very drunk. Mm. So it depends what your drunk personality is. What if you become sort of depressed when drunk? Can you be a juggalo then? Or do you just become a sad clown? You'd be a shruggalo. 
<laughs> Very good. So you're either a thuggalo, a shruggalo, or a huggalo, depending on what you're like when you're drunk. <laughs> These all sound like names of like a kids' TV show, like <laughs> yeah. the Teletubbies or Macapaca or anything yeah. like that. Totally. The Huggalos, yeah. So is it really a requirement that you drink? Because that doesn't sound very inclusive either if you have to drink as part of the culture. Because there must be people there with alcoholism and stuff. No, I don't think there's anything that concrete says that you've got to get mad drunk. That's why they have Fago, right? Oh yeah. The Fago, if anything, they're encouraging not getting drunk because yeah. of that sweet, sweet Fago. I think there are straight edge juggalos as well. Okay. Right. There are ones that go to business meetings and wear suits all the day. Do they go dressed as juggalos? Maybe. I wouldn't imagine going to your business meeting dressed as a juggalo would be a thing. I mean, there seems to be a definite understanding of when is a good time to jug and when isn't a good time to jug. Okay, so they are able to kind of switch between it then. There's some cultures where they do do that sort of thing. I mean, there's quite a famous picture of like a businessman with tribal tattoos on his face because he's from a culture where that was what you did to prove you're a man. But then mm. they've also started contacting the outside world. There's sort of that sort of crossover of, yeah, he wears nice suits, he does good business but he's got this culture. It's the same thing. I think, you know, jugglers should be allowed to, if that's their culture, to jug it up in the office and workplace. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I wouldn't care if, like, a colleague came in dressed as a juggalo. It wouldn't distract me from my work or anything. I feel I'd embrace them more. Mm. Mm. It would give me something to talk to about yeah. them. Like, that's a good conversation starter, really. I think it's a powerful look, because if, if Black Panther's taught us anything, mixing a very old traditional tribal sense with modern day hip swag clothing is a good look is that what their kind of the face paint is though is it kind of tribal i actually don't know hmm. what its origin is because it, i say it's like a clown but it doesn't really look much like clown makeup at least as far as i've seen it's more um, like kiss isn't it yeah, it, yeah i think again this all spurs from a very almost commercial like origin of they had the look that they monopolized on they had a drink that they drank a lot of they had a concert and a brand logo that's now cult-like. Like, in a few years' time, maybe there's a religion of people that, you know, they didn't realise that this symbol came from a music studio. But yeah. people have taken it and just making it their own, because they're just sort of like, yeah, fuck the system. Even if the system made this, when we made this, they didn't. <laughs> kind of thing. I was going to say, actually, going back to the last episode, where we were talking about buying into a culture, it really does seem to be the case here. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very much monopolised <laughs> Yeah, because Psychopath Records, they produce all the t-shirts and stuff. Mm. So it's, hey, if you want to be a juggler, buy the albums, buy the shirts, come to the, the gathering. They must be raking it in then. Well, they've got two platinum albums and four gold albums. So it's nothing to shake a stick at. Mm. These are numbers from 2009 to 2010, but Psychopathic Records made 10 million. Jesus! <sighs> We need to overthrow psychopathic records, distribute the wealth of the masses. Yeah, give it back to the juggalos, back to the peeps. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. The more I look at it, the more I think how, you mean, you've got your metalhead and you've got people that are fans of genres and then you've got people that are then fans of individuals like Liebers. <laughs> you know, you see someone like juggalos that are a subculture of people, arguably an entire culture in themselves, based on a fan group of this idea of freedom and beating the system and just being yourself, even if yourself is wearing clown makeup and yelled at by other people. You're just this aggressive, like, nah, I can be who I want to be, respect me, or just fuck off. That's kind of sweet. 
I don't know, there's definitely a niceness to the whole Juggalo community that I've really enjoyed looking into. And I think, yeah, on face value, they look like very scary people in clown makeup that listen to very nasty things and you assume they're, they're rednecks. But really, like, the more you look in, the more you kind of realize this is a community of people that they don't want to make trouble. You know, they've actively pushed away from that to help give better representation. They've had peaceful marches on, against certain presidential dictators and they, they just want to be accepted and once you do accept them they like accept you and just like just like that and i think that's just really super nice it's a comforting thought isn't it that there's a one million jugglers out in the world that would happily invite you in for some fago for some delicious barbecue food probably i imagine mm. and we just like you know embrace you into their community one million of them what do you think all your juggalo names would be well, how do you make a juggler name then? Because that's but surely there's got to be some conventions. I'm not sure. You'd have to have some sort of clown theatre thing tied back. There must be an online thing. Like you've got your stripper name, which is like the name of your first pet on the street you grew up on. How do you make a juggalo name? I don't know, but mine would be Jiggy Two G. Nice. I just made that up there, and it sounded pretty good. So I'm just going with that. Okay. So I found a real name juggalo slash juggalette name generator. Oh! But get this, it's divided by generation. <gasps> oh. That's cool, I didn't know there's generational differences. Apparently so! So, I'm going to be a millennial, a millennial juggalo. You've got to give us the link, we have to fill this in for ourselves. I've dropped it in the Discord. Oh, it comes with a question. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of questions, this is getting quite deep. What is your deepest desire? Ooh, that's actually quite... Ooh. <laughs> just utter just fago 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 to be a juggalo yeah so deepest desire i can't put like vor it yeah. won't let me no unfortunately mad vor and hiding in bunkers as i listen to <laughs> the insane clown posse isn't a thing hmm okay i'm racking through this if you're an animal what would you be a giraffe oh, this is rubbish <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, you're not happy with yours. I don't like all the multiple choice answers. It's very <laughs> limiting. Obviously, if I was an animal, I'd be a cat, and it's not on the list. Well, you got lion on there somewhere. That's quite close. I know. Nah. That's what I had to go with. Easily a giraffe. The working out options as well were like three options for I've literally never exercised in my life. What on earth is exercise? And the other two options were exercise is my life. I'd rather yeah. die. Go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. in between. So, Joe, seeing as you sound the most disappointed of yours, do you want to go first with it? I'm Cotton Candy with a K, which, I don't know, sounds a bit, I don't know, racist. I don't like the two Ks. That's a bit too close to three Ks. I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> Sorry, with that. Cotton Candy. There's not much we can do about that. That's who you oh, is now. God damn it. These are all official, unfortunately. What about yours, Jacob? <laughs> I'm Big Baby, apparently. Big Baby? <laughs> yeah, which doesn't seem at all like a juggalo name. I mean, I don't know. I do feel we should introduce you next episode as, as Big, Big Baby. Baby yeah. You've got the clown makeup, you've got the adult diaper. You know, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, can I put up my own made-up name? Yeah. And then we'll put it to a vote. How about Whoop Whoopy Goldberg? Oh, very good. <laughs> what did you get, Ben? See, apparently I'm Big Money Hustler. Oh, that's a good one. Big Money Hustler, that is good. Suits you as well. You look like a Big Money Hustler. I don't know if I put something in wrong or because I didn't put my name at the end, so I might have to do it again. But I got, ha ha, you fell for it, you fucking ass clown. Do the world a favour and go kill yourself. 
you fucking moron. Jesus. <laughs> so I may have well, sli- then. I, I may have not picked the right things. So I'm just going to cheekily do it again. Maybe you did. Maybe you did pick the right things and that's the result. <laughs> wow, I'm just not meant to it be a juggalo. It doesn't seem very juggalo. I thought you were being no. accepting here. I think it's because I didn't put the, the name at the end. They just have brutally persecuted me. Did you select Juggaho <laughs> at the end? Because I saw that as an option. That might be it. No. Let me just go through, try and go through again. Maybe that is your name, though. How would you know? <laughs> my, my name is... <laughs> uh, fell for it, you fucking ass clown. As just, that's just Kill the Kill yourself. <laughs> Harsh. Mm, yeah. Thanks, internet. That's very unjuggalo of you. Yeah. To be honest, this could be a massive troll site, for all we know. Well, you guys got proper juggalo names. I want to know mine. I got Big Baby. That's not a proper <laughs> name. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty big. Yeah. Am I a baby, though? Uh, Am I? Uh, I mean, whatever you're into in your free time, we're not going to question. Oh my god, I've been outed on the third episode. <laughs> I'm just getting through this. I'm sure it'll pay off. I really hope it does. I hope so. I'm leaving all this in. Oh, ten minutes of it. <laughs> Do you think you could put like the countdown yeah. theme tune behind this? <laughs> I probably should. <laughs> You'd have to play it like ten times. So where does it say? Because again, I've got the haha. You fell for it, you fucking ass clown. What, what? are you doing wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Looking at the top replies, stupid bitch, go fuck yourself. WTF? What a dumbass thing. I'm pretty sure this isn't real. Or maybe that it randomly assigns troll names to you? Oh, maybe. We might be made to look a fool on our own bloody podcast. Apparently a lot of people are getting cotton candy. Oh, that's not very original then. Yeah, big money hustlers on here as well. We've been had. We've been had. We need to find one of those sort of old-fashioned... You could be Violent Jake. Well, I've got down here that I'd just be called Happy Go Lucky. Yeah, suits you. Yeah, Happy Go Lucky... I don't know if that's juggalo-ish enough. Maybe it's how I say it, like, ha-bay-go-lucky. We've mentioned, obviously, the Chuckle Brothers to some extent. Do we know of any celebrity juggalos? I'm just having a quick, so we've got Charlie Sheen's top of the list. Apparently, what? Charlie Sheen what? identifies no. himself as a juggalo. This is off uh, you know, a great deal of research from Google celebrity juggalos, but uh, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Coolio. I wonder if this is a case of these people played the gathering at some point and said on stage, I'm a juggalo just like you. Oh, Get yeah. the crowd going and it's just been reported as... Colt Cabana? Joe, anyone you know? Oh, what? Are you mm. serious, Colt Cabana? Apparently Beyonce was a juggalo. No. Well, I'm taking this with a grain of salt. RuPaul, juggalo drag queens no are true way. final frontier. Come on, the Miami Times. Okay, Colt Cabana did indeed host the 2010 Gathering of the Juggalos. There we go. What? But he's a cool guy, and he probably just liked the idea of going along and hanging out with some fun guys who drink a lot. See? (laughs) They're an approachable people. They're a pretty cool bunch. (laughs) They know how to party just as much as any other rave, but they got your back regardless of who you are or where you come from. I'm solidly convinced that they're a and all, and all right, people, in comparison to like other concerts and other people I've seen and gigs and whatnot. Yeah. I think I would happily, if I was walking by a juggalo, prop up a whoop whoop and just see what happened in my clown makeup. You would be wearing clown makeup then? Maybe. Maybe I'm attracted to this so much because secretly, deep down, I want to be a juggalo. 
Wait, are you saying that you're not wearing clown makeup right now? I thought we had to wear clown makeup for the podcast. Am I the only one wearing clown makeup right now? Well, you may be wearing it now, but I've just realised something. I've secretly been a juggalo for Wait, years. What? And I've not even what? noticed. What do you mean you've only just realised? I'm just going to drop a link in the chat, and we're going to share this on the, on the social feed at some point in the near future, about this certain photo shoot I did where I had to indeed wear clown makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah. I even borrowed your hat for that photo shoot as well, Jacob. Wow. And I didn't even know what a juggalo was. Secretly, this entire time, I've been juggaloing it up and whooping and just not knowing it. God, that does not look like you. Mm. I did a very good paint job. It's creepy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's just my face, but thanks. <laughs> it's your face, but way creepier. <laughs> Also, you it can't really tell that you are like a juggalo here. No, the photo is very... I need to find the original. If we do, I'll log it on the internet because we made loads. Dollars a download, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you want to see me juggaloing at my best. Only fans. Exactly. If our fans want juggaloing, they've got to pay that Patreon. <laughs> a juggalo a day keeps the Patreon happy. That's not rhyme. That doesn't rhyme at all. That's juggalo music. Exactly. Then I'll just say, and then I'll stab you. <laughs> but how does that work? Miracles. How does stabbing work? I don't know, yeah. How does stabbing work? We have to question how magnets work. Why not just question everything? Where does it end? Where does it end? Well, I think it ends right here, right now, in the infamous words of Fatboy Slim. I'm just going to call it there, guys. I hope you have all had a very wonderful episode discovering the beauty of the Juggalo lifestyle and culture. Because I know I have. Yeah, it's been enlightening. I do feel less prejudice against Juggalos now. I think, I think before I was a bit more nervous about the possibility of ever meeting a Juggalo, and now I feel like a bit more confident to walk up to a Juggalo and say, whoop whoop. I might spend a couple more hours in Juggalo land and go and listen to some of the music, see what all that's about. Let us know what you think. I certainly will. I'll do a follow-up next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you all for joining us today at Subcultured. It's been a pleasure, and as always, we are the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise.